0: I leave the 20th century with no regrets. But one more thing, if anyone's listening, that is. Nothing scientific. It's purely personal. But seeing from out here, everything seems different. Time bends. Space is boundless. It squashes a man's ego. I feel lonely. That's about it. Hello. That was a poignant opening to uh, the science fiction rating system. My name's Alex Humphrey. I am not alone. I am here with my co-hosts. Sam Draper, how you doing?
1: Hello, I'm well, thank you.
0: Good. And Chris Redding, how are you? Hey, I'm good. Good. Between bites of his uh strawberry. I don't know what it is. It looks like a sweet. Yeah, it's a, it's a strawberry. He's having strawberries and beer for dinner. It's that kind of podcast.
2: <laughs> Dinner's later. This is to get me through the podcast.
0: Ah, yeah,
2: no, oh, this, right, is, okay.
0: this is often. This is often if, if for the for fans of our, um, you know, the uh, ongoing the off, gripes. ongoing <laughs> gripes and off air uh, personal stuff. Uh, Chris is always a bit worried. It, it, see, the thing is, Chris, though, if we do it in the evening, you don't want dinner early. But if we do it in the morning, you're you're, you're yeah. like, oh, I can't do morning ones. When would be your ideal podcast time? Morning's fine. Oh, morning's fine, okay. As mm. long as you've had a coffee. Mm. Yeah,
2: okay. I mean, anyway, who, who else?
0: Would yeah, you? no, yeah, I, agree. I agree. I agree. Well, anyway, we're not here to talk about, Chris. Well, we are. But um, we're here to talk about Planet of the Apes. Uh, the 1968 Planet of the Apes. Because we've kind of weirdly reviewed uh, the modern um, cycle of, of the films. We never not did the remake.
2: We we, we Tim, did a
1: Tim Burton
0: one. We didn't do the Tim Burton one, but hmm. we've we've done um, Rise, Rise, and and Chris, like I said, Chris has done the other two. I think on Christmas shows. He's, oh yeah, yeah, he's we've done, done reviewed, his, yeah, we, he's yeah. done his personal reviews of those. Um, yeah, but yeah, I was it, this one came up because I was looking at big uh, big series of films, and Planet of the Apes is quite a huge series, and it's the only one we haven't really touched. So um, I Ooh. thought it was about time we got ourselves to the planet of the apes uh, before we get there though uh, thank you to everyone that entered the Elysium 4K giveaway that competition is now closed uh, but the good news is we've got a brand new competition because the lovely people uh, who gave us the uh, the Elysium one I believe it's the lovely people at Sony
1: can we have PS5s next time
0: so? yeah please PS5s would be great uh, the lovely people at Sony are who gave us Elysium, they've now given us a copy of Gattaca on 4K Ultra HD. That's out in March the 22nd. Uh, and, yeah, same rules apply. Leave a review. Uh, tell us you've done it. Uh, and you can listen to our episode uh, on Gattaca. It's episode... What was it, Sam? 156. 156. So you can listen to what we thought of Gattaca. And then win yourself a copy. How great is that? Uh, anyway back to planet of the apes uh, had you all seen planet of the apes has everyone seen it before i hadn't seen the yes. old
2: one I hadn't seen the original
0: oh chris you never seen the you'd never seen the original no. wow no. sam's pulling a shocked face it
2: was just always one of them things which looked naff. Oh. Have, you see, have you seen have you seen a tv series chris no no, no. cuz that was on what Was was animated 4 or,
1: like? or real no it was a live action mm. I was surprised to find out only fourteen episodes of it because I remember watching that constantly when I was a kid on Channel yeah. Four. Battle like I... Land of the Giants, back to back. Oh, yeah, that's true.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, Planet of the Apes. There's been comics, TV shows, millions of films, all sorts of merchandise. It's a huge property. You can see Oof. why they brought it back. Weirdly, um, the the important question to Chris then is: Did you know the twist of Planet of the Apes?
2: Uh, yes, because it's in every like roundup show there is. Yeah, ex- okay, good. Good, because
1: so, I ruined it at the end of last episode, and I was only worried then you didn't know it, and I'd ruined it for you I the didn't end realise the how <laughs>
2: much of a remake the Tim Burton one was, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Although well, the ending changes, is not it? Yeah, that's true.
0: I think, uh, so anyone who hasn't seen Planet of the Apes, we are going to talk about the twist. And I kind of think that, in a way, it's actually more interesting when you analyse the film to know to like mention the twist quite early on so then you're kind of analysing the film with the twist in mind rather than like, mm. oh, and then this happens because that makes it a more interesting film, don't you think? I,
1: I agree it's more interesting to talk about if you talk about a twist. I don't think it's as good to watch if you know the twist. No,
0: so anyone who hasn't seen it, please stop this podcast, go yeah, away, go watch, watch the it. film, and then come back. So we'll give them a little moment. Okay, right, they have gone. The twist <laughs> is... <laughs> He was on Earth all along. Um, but the plot is, actually... I'll give you the plot. This is from Wikipedia. Uh, an astro- In the film, an astronaut crew crash-lands on a strange planet in the distant future. Although the planet appears desolate at first, the surviving crew members stumble upon a society in which apes have evolved into creatures with human-like intelligence and speech. The apes have assumed the role of the dominant species, and humans are mute creatures who wear animal skins. Um, yeah, and... Uh, as I say, they are pretty much they don't think they think they're on a kind of alien planet, don't they? And that's the big twist. Everyone like you say, it's
1: in so many things, isn't it? It's weird. Yeah, it's, it's like, this... like soil and green. It's like yeah. one of those two big ones, isn't it? Where like it's such a trope. to... But
0: isn't it funny that that's Charlton Heston as well?
1: That's true. What is it that's with true. this? Did it? Is it him? Did he? Maybe. Did he spoil these films?
0: <laughs> Just spoil? that era,
1: I suppose. I guess because like big twist films, these are the first big twist not they? they? didn't really exist before, is it? I don't think. In yeah, sort of-
0: maybe. Um, it, uh, interestingly, Planet of the Apes. It took three and a half years of rejections from studios to get the uh, the um, film greenlit. Uh, they had the novel for ages. They had the rights to it, I think, before they'd even either finished it or something. It's pretty mental, isn't it? It's a pretty mental idea. Uh, one of the biggest stumbling blocks preventing 20th Century Fox from committing to the project was the fear over how the ape faces would appear on screen. Eventually, they coughed up 5,000 for a test screening to be sure. Now, this is the interesting bit. Charlton Heston was there alongside Edward G. Robinson as Dr. Zaius and James Brolin as a character called Mr. Cornelius. And Basically, the studio loved that so much that they were like, let's go for it. Uh, but it was only after Fantastic Voyage became a hit that science fiction as a genre seemed like more worthy. Um, but yeah, Edward G. Robinson would have been in it, but basically he had a heart attack, so he wasn't really up for the makeup and everything. So that's kind of weird imagining it with James Brolin and Edward yeah. G. Robinson. I think you
1: think that Cornelius would be a bigger. He's quite a, quite a good character, was anyway. But you think perhaps be more of him if it was James maybe. Brolin?
0: Yeah, yeah, maybe. Who knows? Anyway. We're, uh, we're straight in uh, with Planet of the Apes to this kind of space, all this space bit, which, to be honest, I'd
2: completely forgotten that this was the opening of this film. Uh, did you guys remember it? I remember there was... Um, I I remember from watching, like, a roundup show again where they talked about how <laughs> most of the film is them in space, but then also walking around aimlessly in the desert.
0: <laughs> yeah, yes. Quite, I, I think... The problem, again, talking about the twist, the kind of, the failing of this film is there's, what, half an hour before we see an ape. Mm. But they've called Mm. it Planet of the Apes. Yeah. So... (laughs) He's ruined that twist. Well, yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, him, (laughs) you know, we're in a ship, the ship crash lands, they're like, oh, we're on our own, nothing can grow here. And all (laughs) the while, even the most ill-informed audience would have gone, well, either there's apes here or this is the stupidest named film. Ever, it's, I know they couldn't have called it anything else, but it is a bit of a. I know they have to have this opening, but it is a bit of a weird. The amount
2: opening. they show it, though, it becomes more and more obvious that it that uh, it's on Earth. Yeah, see, I thought that a little bit. Because it's they show tough, quite it? distinctively, like Midwest plate, like desert, the plains, and, yeah, yeah, and
1: but also they they explicitly like sort of nod to it in the script, don't they, over and over again? But it, it you can't, it must have been effective because of the fact that it's so well remembered, mm. it must have been something that you do, you know, because you know it, you know it, don't you? But it's one of those things that it's hard to go back to where you don't know. Well, it. I think there could you have been
2: lots of sci-fi, which there was at the time, which was shot in them deserts anyway, so people expected it to yeah. be another planet. yeah Yeah. also I do think
0: that it's it's in the
2: script because Sean Heston is
0: so such a cocky overconfident character and he pretty much in this beginning absolutely states that they are not on earth and because he's the lead character and he was a credible actor you could see the audience who is not prepared for that kind of that kind of you know, the, the, you normally in a film like this, you just trust what the main hero yeah. says. You're not going to doubt what the hero says. We're a bit more. Yeah, that's become more of a modern thing that we might not, yeah. not question him But, but yes, we start in space in this uh, odd spaceship. What did we all think of the spaceship design? I wasn't. I didn't think it looked
2: very good. Pretty crap. Yeah, smoking it's... as well.
0: He's smoking. <laughs> he puts he, he puts his yeah. cigar. on the <laughs> side next
2: to the foam, next to the foam insulation. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And all, I mean, he goes on quite a lot about this concept about the fact that they've been in space for. uh, It's like they've been in space for a certain amount of years, but Earth has aged 700 years. So they've been in space seven months and 14 days. Yeah. But actually, it's been like 700 years in Mm. terms of Earth. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: It's an odd mission, isn't it?
1: I couldn't really.
0: Well, it's yeah, just
2: time dilation, though, right? But where they're going?
0: Well, there's later on. Do you remember he has that weird conversation with Nova, and he says how the woman on the ship—I uh, can't remember—was oh, like the Eve. She to was re-populate. like mm. Eve to their hot, yeah. eager, um, like Adam. So, was this supposed to be? Are they supposed to be heading for what? And colonize? then there's a load of
2: incest in the next generation.
0: Well, I did think, I thought they'd crewed the ship up a bit wrong with that. It shouldn't, it should have been three women and
2: one man, shouldn't it? I mean, or at least there was a bit to the ship that we didn't see where there was like a load of people in storage or something. I don't don't think so,
1: but also where they're meant to be
0: going. Well, they're going back to Earth, but they very well know that it is they left in 1970, well, they left in the 70s and it's now 2673. So, what hang on, so they already know they're going back to Earth. They are heading. Yeah, he says. Um, in less than an hour, we'll finish our six months out of Cape Can- Cape Kennedy. Six months in deep space. By our time, that is, according to Doctor Hazlins' theory of time, in a vehicle traveling. No, I don't need to see that. But Earth's gone seven hundred years while they've been out
1: six months in space. So, they're, so they're just going into the future. They're all within Earth to come back down. Earth They've the just future. gone
2: out somewhere and come turn around and come back.
1: But what a weird mission
0: that you basically. You're starting a mission up, and then having to leave the data there to say, "Oh yeah, by the way, in seven hundred years, these guys will be."
1: But but, but also, if they're literally, it be up, a shock I, to I didn't them realise that it's this. They would it then? Yeah, like yeah. Why is he surprised that the, the, the such Liberty's there? If you know, if this was the plan all along, it's odd, isn't it?
2: They think they were where on Earth? Well, maybe I mean, they're, they're not. Going back to Earth. Hold on.
0: Yeah, well, I think he's. They are heading back to Earth. Oh, that's what I got the idea.
1: It says they're just on a light speed space voyage. Yeah, mm.
0: but I mean, why is he doing these recordings? Because they're not going to—they're not going to get back to Earth, are they?
1: Mm.
0: I don't know. It's odd, isn't it? I did find that a bit. I mean, I get that they need to have been. I, I get the concept that they need to have been out for a long time, so that then this needs to have happened. But equally... I suppose
1: I suppose if you explain that they are going somewhere else, then. Then being on Earth doesn't make sense, and if you explain they're going to future Earth, the twist doesn't work. So I suppose they've got to leave it ambiguous mm. for it to function as a film, haven't they? It's just a bit too ambiguous. It would maybe.
2: just be better if they were just lost in space, right?
1: Well, yeah, that yeah. would have
2: been a more yeah.
0: Anyway, so anyway, so there's, there's all this space talk, which yeah, as you say, is kind of um, it's based in fact, isn't it? I mean, that, that concept is that's the a real time concept.
2: bit, but the oh, yeah. being a complete idiot. <laughs> and not knowing where you're going and yeah. your plan to colonise a planet is to take one killable woman. woman. <laughs> With
1: three, yeah, three, yeah. three men. yeah, yeah. Three horny men.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, the mission is weird. Um, and then you basically, he goes, he goes and stares at the, the, the woman and then he goes to sleep, everyone goes to sleep. And then you just get, like, Charles Heston's name in really huge letters um, and then all the stuff. And the, sound, the, the soundtrack kicks in. Now, this is Jerry Goldsmith. It's one of his first ever um, sc- scores, and it was this Ooh. that got him kind of recognised. Allegedly, he did it while wearing a gorilla mask. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I've got here. Allegedly, Jerry Goldsmith wore a gorilla mask while writing and conducting the score to get better in touch with the movie. That's the IMDb fact. Uh, he also used a ram's horn at some point. Um, and it was. It says the result was the first completely atonal score in Hollywood movies. Do you think that's true, Sam, as our soundtrack expert? I don't know. If I, I, I can, can believe think... it.
1: As a Hollywood, I bet for a Hollywood film, but that's right, mm. isn't it? Yeah. But like, I bet it's building stuff. You know, like more, well, like the French New Wave stuff we're watching next yeah. week. But I bet a Hollywood film that probably is yeah. correct. So that's the first time they went uh,
2: crazy. I, th-
0: I thought it was a load of crap. The soundtrack. I didn't like it at all. It really annoyed me, to be honest. What did it's... everyone else think?
2: It, it was mental it was,
0: in
1: one bit in a Yeah, it was of bits. T- Yeah, it was, was too much. Yeah, it was too odd it was too deliberately odd that mm. it just was really jarring. Uh, it is, but I do wonder though if without that the rest of the film wouldn't look weird, wouldn't be weird enough. I think it sounded to like carry a bit of the the fact they're just running around a, a small set in yeah. you know, costumes. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Anyway. It's not it's not like you're not a ballcat's in a humming though, are you? It's something like <laughs> well, say total, I suppose, so you can't. But, um, you know, it's not like a memorable score, I don't think, though. No. no, not really. Uh, anyway, we wake
0: up to some crazy POV shots of things spinning around. I quite liked how this looked. Um, and everything's going mental, and basically they've all got beards. That's how you know uh, it's been a long really time. Really bad
2: stick-on beards, one of them. Very, very the manicured history.
0: beards as well. Like, they're all, like, really
2: well-grown and well, like... Yeah. yeah how
1: does cryostasis work that it grows a beard to like an acceptable <laughs> length and stops what's that about I don't know The um,
2: woman seemed to have aged and died
0: Yeah she's yeah. dead because there was an air leak and malfunction And something. yeah Heston just really
1: does not But it's like a fuck. it's like she she came out of stasis though and just just stayed asleep
2: for, for <laughs> she her she entire aged life and didn't like try and get out of the box or Yeah she just yeah. stayed like this yeah, it's like no, no, she, he, Indiana Jones where he ages really quickly. It's like that. Yeah, yeah. She, so she chose poorly. Yeah,
0: Stuart, That's her name. She's dead. Uh, and anyway, they, they kind of crash into the water. And I did think actually, there's this really good outside shot of the ship kind of sticking out of the water, and it kind of moves
1: really far back when uh, it pulls back. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, th- to, I thought it's that a little, brilliant shot. That yeah, much, yeah. I thought I thought that the shot. The way like so elemental. It's yeah. like. Um, on an angle isn't it like pulls yeah. back like it's a it's
2: crazy shot
0: and I thought and I thought the effect actually looked pretty good I thought the ship didn't look too bad the way that it's in that huge piece of land I thought that looked quite nice like, but
2: what is that in a lake or what
0: yes it is in a lake right. I can. I have a good uh, little thing about the exact geography of this film but it's later on so we'll okay. get to that oh, okay. but um, <laughs> we'll get to that but um, yeah so yeah so they've crashed and they have to uh, and they've realised that they're in fact Another uh, uh, 1,305 years later than what they were before. How do they know that? I I don't know, but they... Oh, because he looks at the dial on the thing. 3978. Yes, it's 3978, and it was 2673. So it's even further ahead in future.
1: The 25th of November, so it's almost Christmas. (laughs) yeah now but the thing
0: is here we come back to the stupidity of the plot because if surely the thing they could have just been on a normal mission and then this is where the time happened got lost Mm. do you know what i mean they could have done the time thing in this bit in the in the in the sleeping bit rather than before the time thing do you know what i mean
1: What you mean? They crash land, then they go into stasis. No,
0: I mean that they could have been on a normal mission, not that far in the future from the seventies, and then they go into stasis, and it goes wrong, and that's what puts them in the future.
2: Yeah, it'd been better if they were just pointed towards another star system. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah.
2: And then they went to sleep, and then they reawoke when they were like crash landing. Yeah, yeah. And they so they were
0: they were on track; it was all
2: going well. But then when they went into stasis,
0: the same. Accident that killed Stuart yeah. basically yeah. sent them off course. Mm. Yeah, but not really, as yeah. it were. Yeah. Anyway, um, they as they crash uh, as I said, we, as we were discussing before, uh, the 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 viewers are given a piece of information that is a complete lie because John Heston says we are some three hundred and twenty three hundred and twenty light years from Earth on an unnamed planet in orbit around a star in the constellation of Orion, and he's completely absolutely like that is where we are. I'm not having it that's where we are uh, so you know sharp basically doesn't he
1: do you think the character knows that or the character's lying
0: he is convinced that he is there I think right he's I a, guess the ending makes sense then doesn't he yeah he's a very odd captain I thought he's terrible he's mm. awful isn't yeah. he because, yes. as, as Chris said, we get into a section now where we're basically just walking and talking around some rocks. And all he seems to do is ride that poor um, Landon guy. Just like, yeah. take the Mickey out of him, <laughs> go on about what an idiot he is for putting his little uh, US flag up. He's, that's, he's, a,
1: that's classic, though. And he that's yeah. His laugh. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. throws his head back. <laughs> yeah. I
2: don't know why he's
0: laughing. Camera, he just spins out. I, it's a, it's, he's I mean, very why is he old, laughing? He's a very odd character.
1: Well, because, you know, later on he says how, when he's talking to the, the cave woman, yeah. and he's like, oh, back in my day, I couldn't get a woman or whatever, and I came on the mission because I couldn't get a woman. Right. And mm. I think his whole thing is he, he was so disillusioned with 20th century life. And also the ending when he goes like, you know, you damn yeah. fools, you did it, you find it. He's so disillusioned with every aspect of America in the 20th yeah. but it century. he got through
2: the astronaut service. Yeah, because yeah. he just wants
1: to leave that badly. And so that's... I think the whole... His character's meant to be like... He finds so ridiculous they're patriotic. And Mm. that's... You know, why would you leave? Mm. Because he also... Because there's a bit of... So you're saying he's ahead
2: of his time in terms of, like, nationalism and things like that?
1: I think so, yeah. Because he
2: also mentions... You know, they're
1: talking about the families and stuff. And he's going like, oh, well, everyone you ever know is dead. And there's no way going back about that. And he doesn't care, does he? Because he's got no family Mm. or... No,
0: he's a a very odd,
1: central character.
0: And I think... is. I think because this film is so famous for kind of the rest of it and not this bit... This bit doesn't really get analysed, but really, this character... I mean, even... I think Landon even says, like... You know, like... Or some... I think it's that he says that the other guy... uh, What's the other guy's name? Uh, Dodge is basically really scientific, and he just wants to, like... You know, he wants to learn. He's really fascinated in in the analysis of things. And Landon's very patriotic, and he just wants to, like... You know, he wants to live on in, in infamy and be, like, remembered... And they say like we just don't know anything like what what's your story? We don't understand you. And it, mm. it is quite an it's just a really odd character. Very strange, but it works, I think. But it's just because I guess ultimately because past coming up quite soon. There's not really any character analysis of him because he's basically treated like an animal because you know he's not really got anyone to talk to past this this moment really. Mm. Um, yeah.
1: Uh, it was reminded me of a lot of, um, uh, what was the one, that they, the moon, the Mars landing one? Oh, um,
0: Capricorn
1: 1. Capricorn 1. This yes. with a lot like that, wasn't it, when they were in the desert and that?
0: Yeah, a lot of walking around. Uh, it's funny because there's a, there's a really funny bit where they're like going down a bit of a hill and they all start running and there's mm. really dramatic music. And it, you're oh, kind yeah. of like, oh, that, why? Why is it like that? Uh, but I read that it was actually a really horrible shoot for Charlton Heston because he's half-naked most of the time and he was, as it says here, brutalised by the elements. Uh, he noted in his biography, even rubber rocks hurt. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so obviously he had a pretty hard time. I think as well, I- I'll it later on, he got really bad flu and mm. uh, was
2: ill for quite a lot of this shoot as well. So If this uh, spaceship was going to another planet to colonise it, right, mm-hmm. and the sum total of... Supplies that they managed to take off the ship were three days worth. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what what are they playing at?
0: (laughs) And uh, yeah, and they just get really disheartened, don't they? They just, they they can't, they go, oh, we can't grow anything. So, yeah, I mean, what are they
2: playing at? And then they find a flower. Yeah, and they get excited and they see some scarecrows. Um, I mean, if you thought you were on an alien planet and you saw scarecrows, you'd be a bit more freaked out, I think.
0: I mean, I think they look like people who've been crucified.
2: Yes, That's what I yeah.
0: assumed they were. They were crucified, yeah. either crucified apes to keep mm. made by the humans or crucified mm. humans made by the apes. That's what yeah. I thought they were. Yes. Is
1: that the edge of the Forbidden Zone, isn't it? I think? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So they're
0: yeah. like,
2: warning people. Crucified humans.
0: Yeah, but they just wander past, find a lake, completely take all of their clothes off and mm. just start swimming around naked, don't and they? And start eating like, fruit. And a lot of start- bombs. There is a lot of male nudity in this, I'd have to say. Yeah. It this bit It's a when... shame the
2: woman died in the ship, really. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um this bit when they're swimming and then their stuff gets stolen and they're like following, it felt like a kind of weird eighties sex comedy. Yeah, it's it? ridiculous. Like... <laughs> and
2: but, then they just with... find like the shreds of their clothes just yeah. by chance just go just it... enough to make little like Yeah. It was like some outfits. of the
0: Remade Revenge of the Nerds, but, like, yeah. with really old, beardy men <laughs> instead of, like, nubile young women, yeah. Uh, anyway, so, yes, this is the first big reveal, is that we suddenly see a load of uh, human beings, all of whom are white, and that is kind of important, I would say, for, my, mm-hmm. for a later point, point. Um, and they're all just eating corn, raw corn, and climbing trees. Um, <clears throat> um, and, again, the crew aren't really... They're just, like oh, cool, there's humans here. We'll probably be running this place soon. Mm. Like, they're not that surprised, are they?
1: I mean, especially as you just said, this guy thinks he's in a different bloody galaxy. Mm. Yeah. Like, you know, he should have some sort of training on what to expect, and humans wouldn't be what you'd expect to find, would they, really? You know? Not no, really. Anyway.
0: Like, you'd think you'd...
2: I mean, to find to, to find the corn would be, like, outrageous. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, that's true, <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. the they thing they're eating like fruit out of the trees as yeah. well, aren't they? As well, so yeah. it's basically like earth food. But you know, Again, they're still
2: doing it. They're still doing all the Ridley Scott alien films. They're still doing the same shit. Yeah. Travelling, well, that's
0: true. Yeah, yeah so yeah, that's true. Um, but anyway, this is that we're thirty minutes in, and this is the first moment we see an ape on horseback. And I do think this next section, where basically the apes ride in, and there's just all this craziness, and mm. they're like roping them killing them with their quite modern guns. Um, it's quite a good sequence, isn't it?
1: I love the bit when they pose for the camera. Yes. they be like, they've got that oldy-worldy camera. Yeah, that's amazing. No, it's great.
2: No, <laughs> I technology think it's is whole... all over the place, though, isn't it, really? It is, yeah. Very, is. very really much is.
0: so. Yeah, their guns look very modern, but they're on horses. They've got cars. And they don't believe in flying. No, they don't yeah. believe flying's possible.
1: Yeah. Mm. It's like, you see what they're, they're going for, the idea that, like, Civilization is so far gone and they've scavenged what they could, mm. but it doesn't make sense for them to go to this level as society without having actually interrogated no. any bit of what they've got. You no. know what I mean? Mm. There's no like, none of these things have been like, uh, dissembled in something else, have they? It's all just like, it's like they just like found like a, a kit, a box full of certain bits of stuff mm. and thought, right, like, we'll have this. Mm. Nothing else to do. In the novel, the ape
0: society is technologically comparable to the 50s and 60s. With mm. cities, automobiles, televisions, etc., left technology left over from the human populace. However, the budget could not accommodate that, so someone came up with the idea of having it be very
2: primitive, and that's where they went. Why they went? So it Did not it really make much sense that? Because you could have just done like a post-apocalyptic world. Yeah, and it would have looked better because it wouldn't have been like shitty cardboard sets. It would have been like you could have done it like in the slums somewhere. Mm.
0: Yeah, it is. It is a. It is a bit of a weird mishmash of things, like the way yeah. that they're advanced in some ways, but not in others. It doesn't always stand. I mean, they yeah.
2: clearly manufacture a lot of stuff. They've got. Yeah, you know, they've got lots of clothes, guns, lots of clothes. Yeah, you know, yeah. paper, pens.
1: Yeah, they all kind of, of found it all, couldn't they? No, no, they kind of found look, the ammunition and stuff. they are going to come from somewhere. No, and also
0: they're talking about when. Dr. Zaya says. He's... We're talking about brain surgery. Yeah, brain yeah. surgery. <laughs> <That's true>. Yeah. <laughs> but flight? Yeah. Pff, no. no way. Get out of no here. Apes, apes can't fly. Absolutely not. Uh, yeah. Um, this is where the first time we see Nova as well, played by Linda Harrison. She was the uh, mistress of producer Richard D. Zanuck. Uh, that's why she got oh, the role. Yeah. And towards the end of the shoot, she had to be careful because she was carrying his child so she had to ca- cover her belly so any shot where she's not you don't see her lower half is basically cuz she was pregnant with his baby so it's not it's not what you know in hollywood it's who you know um,
1: yeah you uh, her character doesn't age well does it <laughs> no like that's if you're making this film now you couldn't have a a mute woman following Charlton heston around no. being thrown about and wearing no.
2: nothing could you and and as, and as you pointed out pretty much well, they kind top- of did have that character in the tim burton one
0: Kind yeah. of Yeah I haven't seen it For so long <laughs> yeah.
2: no. But
0: but as you say Charlton Heston Pretty much seems To only be there To get laid So this is like He's well happy When he meets her Isn't he like, Yeah He specifically says things well. He says
1: to her Like oh you know, I'm lucky I have got Banged up in here with you Yeah <laughs> like yeah.
0: creep Yeah Anyway uh, Landon is Landon gets knocked Off a cliff Dodge gets shot In the neck And he's shot, dead yeah. Definitely yeah. dead They say he's Definitely dead dead But uh, old Charlton is uh, captured and he ends up, um, him and the sexy woman, Nova, end up uh, in cages. And this is where we kind of, this is where the main film kind of starts. The the nets, the nets are stupid. Yeah, the nets are useless.
1: (laughs) Why why do they keep using them? The amount of times he just shrugs it off and runs off. (laughs) Um, But also, I think the the device of having him be shot in the neck and thus mute himself is a really clever way of, of dragging out that reveal
0: yeah definitely it? the fact
1: yeah. is, like nursing that wound for this like, next like 15 minutes whatever. yeah definitely yeah no
0: definitely we, we, this is where we uh, yeah so this is where we get to meet Zira who is a monkey woman a chimp um, and do you know who, who went uh, who one of her greatest regrets is not taking the role of Zira
1: um,
0: very very famous actress Helen Mirren Ingrid Bergman it was one of her greatest oh. regrets that she didn't take this role because she thought it would be a really great way to show her acting skill, not just because of her looks, that she could really just like show off her acting. Um, but uh, yeah, she didn't take it. So
1: would have been she interesting. Didn't like all the sequels, didn't she, as well? That zero.
0: Yeah, yeah. Would have been interesting with a more famous person. I don't think that uh, this person, this woman, does that bad a job. She it would have been.
1: It would have been exactly the same. Kim Hunter. yeah. Because <laughs> Kim Hunter doesn't look like a monkey in real life, does yeah. she? No, exactly. No, no. I a think she's a good acting, she's a reasonable act.
2: acting a, a monkey
0: though.
1: Yeah, she's. I think
0: she's a good. She does a good turn.
1: Um, no, what I'm saying is though, that Bergman was doing will make a difference. Oh no, wouldn't look, it? look. Yeah, it wouldn't look any different. No. no. Um, and we
0: see, we kind of get the idea here that there's a structure to the ape world that I couldn't really make any sense of. It seems to me that the gorillas are like the muscle, and they're in yeah. their the army or guards are all gorillas. The uh, orangutans are the higher up The scientists or the the kind of politicians But then the chimpanzees Basically seem to be every other job That exists Don't you think? Because there seems to be like a chimp who works at the zoo A chimp psychologist A chimp uh, archaeologist It seems if you're a chimp You can kind of be anything But you can't It's a class system But it's a bit of a weird one Because the chimps seem to have the best opportunities
1: they all say Doctor Sayers is the head of the faith and of science. So yeah. if it's like a purposeful comment on something there, like that, that is,
0: it's, I mean, I can see why they've done it with the different types of animals, but it doesn't really work
1: as a society. I don't know. You need to you need to know more, don't you? Really? Yeah. Or, or less. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know yeah. In
2: the the in the newer one, they actually have like gorillas as the army, don't they? And I think That's what it is
1: here, isn't it? The are the army yeah, the here. gorillas in... are the the muscle here. Yeah,
2: definitely. they're not really grill yeah, They don't look very good, though, do they? They look.
1: Oh no, they don't look much different to them. I mean, that's the problem with all of them, isn't it? Like the the, the faces are good, but mm. like
2: the way that they all wear
1: clothes from like the neck yeah. down to their feet, and they're absolutely covered. <laughs> yeah. It's just. What
0: do we all think of the makeup and the effects? This, I mean, Crap. this film is from
2: 1968. How do we Crap. think it's? Chris, you're just out. You know. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, no. Yeah, shit. Did they get an Oscar or something? Uh the John Chambers
0: outstanding makeup effects pioneered uh pioneered in the film were based on a technique he used during World War 2 to give disfigured veterans a normal experience. Uh what they it, made them the... look like a
2: chimpanzee? <laughs> no, he <laughs> did not help
1: matters, is it? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, it's just that kind of thing. Um the, uh, the, the the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences gave him an honorary award for makeup because there wasn't a category. Didn't until Space Odyssey lose
2: the award for their chimp for their monkeys? And it went to this shit. I think I think it did. Maybe.
1: Um, I don't think the masks are that bad. No, I, I think, think the they're all pro- right. I think the problem is that like there, it's a it's a good re, um, like reconstruction of if. If apes evolved into humans, mm. if, if 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 apes in the future are humans in every single sense except their heads, which are monkeys, yeah, then, it, then it's a good version of that, isn't it? Yeah, but it isn't. It isn't anything like what an evolved ape you'd imagine no. an evolved ape to be, would it? Cause it's because it's no. just humans being humans with an ape head on, yes. and to all that, it looks quite good for that, but it's not good because it's not. Yeah, it's just. No,
0: I agree. Yeah. I mean, there is an obvious bit. There's a kind of a gapping in the mat, in the face where you can kind yeah. of see the lip and stuff
1: but when they try and kiss they're like yeah, yeah they just yeah. smash Peaking up against each other, each other. <laughs> yeah. yeah and they like they even like make the kind of like noise of like plastic, don't they? Yeah. they like, yeah. clicking against each It sounds like, like, like there's
2: a person in like a plastic mask. Yeah. It's like yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, when adjusted for inflation, the movie holds the world record for the highest makeup <laughs> budget. It was 17% of the total budget. That would make to sense. 2 million and 17% of that <laughs> went on makeup um yeah i i i think it still looks okay i think it it, it it they keep a continuity in how everyone looks i think that's what helps it a little bit mm. um but yeah i don't know yeah i mean I think you just you just have to get on board with it really don't you i mean it doesn't I see, look, yeah yeah it is a film that you can see why they remade it recently because the effects are much more there to make this look mm. better.
1: Um, but yeah but the, I mean the remake though that's the problem again they're, they're just humans with silly hats on, aren't they
0: the, the Tim Burton one you mean Tim Burton one yes. sorry yes. No, I mean well, the, no, yeah well
2: no they're more I think there's more uh, like style in there the shape of the body and how they right. move and walk and their mannerisms they put more it is more monkey put right? yeah. more into it
0: but definitely the modern, modern ones, they definitely just used really good CGI. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but yes, as Sam points out, the, the kind of the, the setup here is that Charlton Heston can't speak because he's been shot in the neck. So he's just treated like every other human. And all the humans on this planet are mute and they never really discuss. I mean, they don't make any noise at all, do they, the humans?
2: It doesn't make any sense, really.
0: And it doesn't because no. all animals make noise not all animals talk obviously but all animals make a noise yeah. why would these humans have evolved with no like it is a bit odd it, it, I mean I, I think it would have been better if they grunted and made sounds but they just didn't talk I don't see why they, ne- they They're need like to cavemen. be completely mute
2: Oh, they cover think. this in the newer films right they lose the ability to talk because of the virus
0: oh okay well that's it uh, that way cause that's interesting yeah. Um but yeah, but you have basically, this is kind of a lot of scenes in this where you're basically, what you're setting up here, we're setting up the ape ca- characters. So we have Dr. Uh, Zero, who is very, she's like a kind of, um, she's into human rights, as it were, as it would be called, or animal rights. She wants to she wants to learn about them. She thinks that uh, the humans can be trained and domesticated. And then you have Dr. Zaius, who, yes, as we mentioned, is the head of the science, of science and the faith. And their faith is basically based around the apes are the top, and that humans are terrible, they're very destructive, you can't trust them. Mm. And this is obviously because we've, we don't know why that's the faith, but obviously in retrospect, knowing that humans destroyed the earth, that is where that faith has come from, in that it's mm. human beings yep. that fucked it all up, so that's why we don't trust yep. them. Uh, and also, yeah, we meet Cornelius, and he's an archaeologist, and he has some... Uh, Not very good one. No, he's not a very good archaeologist at all. Uh, And he has controversial theories because he believes that maybe there might have been some... That humans... The apes came from humans or... He basically believes in evolution, doesn't he? So... Yeah. uh,
1: So... But which isn't... Which isn't right, is it, though? Because they've evolved separately, have not they? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, these apes are as though... Human evolution went in a different direction, isn't it? Yeah. Right. yeah, They haven't. They're not descendants of humans because they've got no. humans there still, aren't they? No,
0: it's a different. Yeah,
2: so he's wrong anyway. So,
0: yeah. so yeah. So we go along, and there's a. And scene also, it where seems like
2: the apes have like evolved rapidly.
0: Yeah, and the, and the humans, humans have haven't stalled some somewhere. Mm. They've gone backwards. Mm, yeah, yeah. A bit a bit. Um, there's a bit where because John Henson still can't talk, he goes to their house and they have maps, and basically it says here. When you look at that map of the Forbidden Zone, you can see the coastline, a coastline which strongly resembles the current New York, New Jersey and Connecticut shorelines. Mm. Uh, once you take into consideration 2,000 years of post-nuclear apocalyptic <laughs> land mass shift. Uh, although the Hudson and East Rivers are gone, you can clearly identify on the map Long Island, Long Island Sound, Lower New York Bay, Staten Island and the Atlantic Ocean. So,
2: How did kind you of- walk from the Grand Canyon though? That was like... It's like 5,000 miles away, isn't it?
0: Well, I don't think... Yeah, I don't know what it is. It's something else, isn't it, where he started?
2: No, it's the Grand Canyon.
0: Oh, do you think... Oh, yeah, it is well, the yeah. Grand Canyon, but... I don't know, no, but it's
1: not in the film, though, is it? No, but it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but in yeah. the film it's not. <laughs> okay. Uh, Unless, like, maybe, like, the tectonic plate smushed maybe, in and all yeah. the middle of America went and you've just got Canyon, New York now.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, that's how it works.
0: Yeah, maybe. Mm. Um, and then you kind of basically... Uh, he gets put back in jail, and then Doctor Zayas is, who's very against the existence of John Hester. Basically, he's like, "Right, a gorilla comes in, doesn't he?" He says, "You're going to be castrated, and then you're just going to be given to Doctor Zayas." So he goes crazy, John Hester, and he escapes. And there's this cool bit where he breaks into a museum, and <laughs> you see the kind of, uh, you see there's a kind of like uh, dioramas, but one of the dioramas. Is the body of the stuffed body of Dodge? Mm. Mm. Yeah, it's weird. Who is a black guy, an African American mm. guy? Now, you can see that they put him in there as a a human anomaly, I guess, to them because all the other all the other humans on their planet seem to be white. But Mm. you think that even having him there would have thrown up a few more questions questions. that they don't really want to talk about because they're trying to kind of stuff all this stuff down, don't you think?
1: I mean, it's a little bit like... It's I'm just amazed at the uh, turnaround time of getting him set to put it <laughs> as an exhibit. He yeah. about six hours, isn't he? Yeah, know, what yeah.
2: Taxidermy's yeah. big business in the ape world. Obviously, yeah. yeah. No, do you notice that, that. some of the di- dioramas are just people and they're trying to stay still, but they can't. <laughs> stay still.
0: Yeah, I, I definitely saw someone breathing when yeah. I uh, when I
2: saw it. Yeah, yeah.
1: Also, this this escape attempt is one of the worst. Escape Which is funny they actually
2: the hire yeah. people to do it in the world, and like if they move, they get killed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Maybe that is what it is. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, no, it, uh, yeah, Sam. It's a pretty terrible escape attempt. He just runs he just around, runs
1: rounds and round.
0: He doesn't, doesn't he? know where he's going. He's not heading for no. the tree line, is he? He's just running round. I mean, it's the supposed
2: town. to be a NASA-trained astronaut. These guys are normally yeah. like ex, like Navy SEALs or something. Like I don't know what yeah, the fuck he's playing at.
1: Yeah. Useless. Well, you should
2: get one of their guns and just fucking go to town on them. Really. <sighs>
1: yeah. And he gives them about eighteen chances with those nets. to get Yeah. I mean, the nets. They keep missing the nets. And eventually, they get him in it. Just
0: a yeah.
2: joke.
1: Uh, he gets caught, and this is
0: the. This is one of the most famous bits, isn't it? He says, "Take your stinking paws off me, you damn dirty, ape. Damn dirty yeah, good. ape!" Yeah, it was a
2: reversal way. of this. They reversed that scene, didn't they, in Rise of the Planet Apes, where he goes no when he's in the yes. cages.
0: No, but doesn't um old what's his face from Harry Potter says it yes. in the yeah, first yeah. one, doesn't he? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, which is funny.
0: Um, hey, what? it's in Harry Potter. He, um,
1: Malfoy. Malfoy. From Harry Malfoy.
2: Potter. Sprays Don't you
1: the, the blonde, but it's the ends.
2: ape that says no. Yeah, he's in yeah.
1: Oh, uh, in the zoo. Yeah. Yes, 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 yeah. Yes. I'm,
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, how about a quick quiz? Yeah. Okay. Mm. So, Planet of the Apes, as I said, it's a huge franchise, and uh, there've been a lot of comics of Planet of the Apes. And in fact, Boom Studios' Planet of the Apes series is the longest-running adaptations of the series, publishing more comics than Marvel which did mm-hmm. 29 issues, and Malibu, which made 50 issues. Uh, in their run, they had some crazy crossovers with other titles. I'm going to read the titles out, and you're going to tell me if this is a real comic or I've made it up. Okay? okay. So we'll start with uh, Chris. Superman on the Planet of the Apes. Is that real or fake? Real. It's fake. Oh. But, you know, I'd like to see it. Okay. You could believe it, couldn't yeah, be. you? Yeah, you could believe it. Well,
2: I, that would you know. really throw their evolution... <laughs> well, yeah. you have to have
0: super ape. Wouldn't yeah, you? yeah. Well, that yeah. There you go. Pitch it. Uh, okay, Sam Tong on the Planet of the
1: Apes. Gorilla Groon. it's Got to be. Um, yes,
0: yeah, true. That is true. Uh, after the events of the original Planet of the Apes film, an effort to pursue Taylor led by General. Ursus and Dr. Zaius discovers the massive carcass of a Kong washed ashore near the ruins of the Statue of Liberty. Joined by Cornelius and Zira, they set on a journey to Skull Island to uncover the mystery, meeting the last of the Kongs. So, uh, well, yeah. that is a crossover. That is a crazy crossover.
1: Uh, have you, ever seen the trailer for Godzilla vs. Kong?
0: No, I've seen. Yeah, I've seen one of them. It yeah. looked quite good.
1: Well, I mean, they just. It's like the last it's one, really isn't like it? Like the, the trailer looks cool, but the film's going to be awful. Lots of
2: pretty shots of things hitting each other, yeah, uh, and blowing up. Yeah, yeah, I'm quite oh. loved that though. <laughs> uh, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, okay, back to Chris Tarzan on the Planet of the Apes. Yes, well done. That is a real one. It's an alternate. Uh, is an alternate take on Escape from the Planet of the Apes, where uh, basically uh, how's Tarzan's... he different from the
2: normal humans then?
0: Uh, he's adopted by Zira and uh, Cornelius, I think. So
2: how's he different from the normal humans? Uh,
0: Cornelius, Zira, and Dr. Mino arrive in late 1800s Africa instead of 1970s Los Angeles. What? Because that's Escape from the Planet of the Apes. Right. I don't know. Uh, so they yeah they basically adopt uh, Tarzan instead. Okay. Oh,
1: that's the that's the, the that's of the films that. I didn't yeah, think es- that in time. Escape
0: from the Planet yeah, of the Apes. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, Sam. Hulk versus the Planet of the Apes. Mmm, false. Yeah, that's false. Okay, uh, Chris, Planet of the Apes Predator, Simeon Slaughter. No.
2: No, that is false. I, I couldn't help but make up a stupid I think I Predator. can tell with these franchises yeah, should
0: How good would a Predator Planet of the Apes film be? Like, <laughs> it'd be pretty brilliant. Okay, right, Sam. Well, it's more
2: feasible than some of these other ideas because... yeah.
0: Yeah, predators totally. can
2: travel through space. Yeah,
0: like I that would, I think that'd be brilliant. Okay, uh, Sam, Planet of the Apes, Green Lantern. Yeah, true. Yeah, that is weirdly true. Uh, it seems to be about Doctor Zayas finding one of the rings and the Green Lantern cause. Uh, <laughs> yeah, versus Planet of the Apes. Yeah. Okay, uh, Chris, Godzilla on the Planet of the Apes. Yes. You think that's true? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. That's a fake oh. one. Okay. Godzilla
2: was there. I yeah. mean, King Kong was there. there.
0: Yeah, that's why I tried to fake. I tried, just, tried to try uh, to sucker you out. Right, last one. I think Sam's won this though. But even if he gets it, this is my favourite one: Star Trek, Planet of the Apes, The Primate Directive.
1: <laughs> Please be true.
0: It is true. <laughs> oh wow. no. do you want to Do you want to hear the write-up for it? <laughs> It's the cross. It's a a comic. This is. It's a comic. I'll send you. uh, I'm going to send you the link. The original.
2: The original (laughs) series.
0: I'll send you the link to this in on Facebook. And if you yeah. look at the covers, the covers for this are amazing. I bet it's this, worth
2: money, this uh, They're comic so
0: like. hilarious. Uh, oh, come on, where's the chat? I'll read you the, plot, I'll read you the uh, plot line while you have a take. Oh, wow. it. <laughs> it's the crossover no one ever expected. Star Trek, the hope of the best of mankind's future. Planet of the Apes, a chilling look at the fall of humanity. Oh, my
2: God, there's tons of them.
0: How could these worlds possibly collide? What could possibly cause Captain Kirk and the crew of the Enterprise to side with Dr. Zayas to protect Ape City? And what does Colonel George Taylor have to say about it? It's a madhouse. It's a madhouse. That's the official
1: write-up of that the primate for directive. The, for the people at home, uh, one of the front covers of this is Spock playing yeah. 4D chess with Dr. <laughs> Zayas. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It's, pretty, it's pretty cool,
0: isn't it? And uh, a bonus point. Uh, Sam won that competition. Well, But a bonus. Do you want to know of a, even a crazier crossover than than the Star Trek one, in my opinion? Malibu Comics had a Planet of the Apes Alien Nation crossover. Do you remember the <laughs> film Alien Nation? I do, yes. Yeah. yeah, it's called Ape Nation. And it was basically because Alien Nation was popular, they just said, well, should we just do that then with Planet of the Apes? So they just did. Uh, so, if you, yeah, look that one up because that's equally as crazy Wow um, yeah I think it's basically instead of earth the aliens that instead of arriving on earth they arrive on the planet the Apes so they're uh, yeah so they have to basically it like uh, and it's got lots of them drinking you remember because in A- alienation they drink them they go they drink sour milk instead of alcohol don't they <laughs> So it's like the alien... The, have you not seen Alien Nation, Chris? Oh, it's quite good. We should probably I have do it. seen it. I oh, have, yeah, but years ago. years ago. It's like a cop film, but with aliens. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh,
2: no. Anyway,
0: uh, back on the planet... This plan- was
2: only in 2014, this Star Trek one. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, anyway, back on the planet of the apes, we are at the Tribunal of the Apes. Uh, Heston is basically dragged into a courtroom... Uh, and uh, he's made to so basically. Zero and Cornelius are basically standing trial against Dr. Zaius and some other orangutans. Um, and it's it's just the kind of. It's a very long. It's quite a long sequence, this bit, isn't it?
1: It's on for ages. Mm.
0: And it's it feels a bit like this is a bit like they just. They feel like they haven't had enough kind of intellectual
1: musings,
2: maybe. Um, yeah. It's odd. Yeah. I was they need, they, to have, they like... need to have the Galileo sort of conversations, don't they? Like... Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, od- you know what annoyed me when they say, oh, get those clothes off him, and they ship the clothes off him, and they leave <laughs> some clothes for him yeah. to hide his cock?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oddly, this uh, Planet of the Apes was written by three three people. Rod Sterling, who's the guy that uh, invented Twilight Zone and the Night yeah. Gallery. And in, in his first incarnation, it was supposed to be almost a, 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 like a spin-off of Twilight Zone. Uh, mm. The second person that wrote it was someone called Michael Wilson, who also did uh, Bridge Over the River Kwai, which is a book written by the bloke that wrote Planet of the Apes, oddly. Mm-hmm. Um, but it says that he is the one who uh, basically wrote this uh, tribunal scene because he was an embittered target of the McCarthy witch hunts. So I think he had a bit of an axe to grind. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, now, the third writer, uh, there seems to be a lot of... Questions over what their name was. Uh, I've got on IMDb, it's John T. Kelly. Uh, he's uncredited. But basically, he's the one. You know all the kind of terrible gags, like, well, human see, human do, and all those really yeah. bad, cheesy lines. That's him. So right. he was brought in to put in a load of really to terrible... Pep it up. Pep, pep it up. up. Yeah, pep it yeah. up with <clears> some <throat> pretty bad monkey jokes. Yeah. Uh, so yes, so yes, yeah, so that's the three scriptwriters. But yeah, as we say, we've got quite a long sequence of just kind of back and forth about humanity and does he have a soul? Does a human have a soul? And they they won't let Charles Heston talk, so he gets Cornelius to talk for him
1: and It's kind of frustrating because like the dynamic of the of Zero and Cornelius say something and then it makes a lot of sense and Dr. Zayas just shuts him down and goes, no, no, no don't be stupid. Yeah. That's established so quick at the start and yeah. they just keep doing that over and over and over again. It's like, yeah. we, no, we get it. You're going to say something and he's not going to convince him because you can't be convinced. Yeah. So why bother keep going through this? And also,
0: I think this is the first time where the, the, the masks kind of let it down because I had real trouble working out who was Dr. Zayas because mm. there's, Four orangutans and I couldn't work out which was which. Yeah, mm. and it got kind of confusing. And then Doctor Zayas takes Chan Heston to his chambers. Giving him some
2: glasses or something.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, they probably don't. Yeah, they should. They yeah. don't believe in glasses, probably. Um, but yeah, they, he, he takes him to his chambers, and basically, this is when Doctor Zayas admits that he knows all about humans. He's he's scared of them, and he just he just wants it all to go away, doesn't
1: he? So. Um, uh, just one more thing that annoyed me about the uh, the look of it as well. You know, in, in that courtroom stuff, I mean, it goes to that funeral. Yeah. There's no consistency in what they're like. They're like sculptures and stuff. No. Are you know? They've got they've got like a very like Chinese, you know, jade army mm. thing. What is it? The not the jade army. What are they called? Uh, the, yeah, the, um, I know
0: you mean the people that were buried. The Forbidden City yeah. type. Yeah, yes, I know you mean a
1: lot, a lot of that. Yeah. Then they've got a lot of stuff that looks completely like. More like Mayan kind of things, and like from all over the world. So, you know, again, like they've not really thought about the culture of the apes, have they? Like where they, it's as though they have just like picked stuff from humans, but then yeah. they're explicitly saying that that's not happened. That they have got yeah. their own,
0: and and as we keep mentioning, they're very kind of modern-looking guns, mm. and they have to have the guns because they have to be able to overpower. Charm where are they getting the guns from then? Well, yeah, where have they? I mean, they look metal. They look like World War Two or. Mm. They're very modern looking and it doesn't really, Mm. it doesn't all mesh together uh, very Mm. well,
1: unfortunately. Not at all.
0: No, so anyway, uh, yeah, so basically Dr. Zayas admits that he knows all about it and that he's been lying. He thinks that, um, he thinks Charlie Heston's a mutant. He won't believe him that he's uh, from space, Mm. Uh, but he does just want everyone killed. And he just, no one goes in the uh, forbidden zone, Uh, but Hang, hang on
1: though. Uh, doesn't Dr. Zaius already know that he is doesn't he he knows the truth Dr. Zayus, doesn't he
0: yeah he doesn't know about the spaceship though
1: but no but he knows this guy's a human from before when he sends him down the, down the beach later on he goes his destiny's there because he knows and like when, oh. when, they, when they find the doll in the cave and stuff he's like yeah I've seen this ship before yeah I think he knows so he does know that, that Chaius is not a mutant at mm. this point
0: oh you think so or maybe do you think he just works it out when he knows what the artifacts are
1: I don't know well perhaps they haven't thought it through again but just it seems like if you believe that he's been sabotaging this mm. archaeology stuff on purpose to keep the myth that the apes are the yeah. you know the start of it alive then he has to also know he should say to Heston like I know what you are shouldn't he in this yeah, point yeah he should I know yeah. what you are mate Yeah, you can shout all you want it's not going to change your eye rule this place that's what you mm. should say it'd be more scary wouldn't it in a way yeah he's yeah, like, you know, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: he's a bit he's a, again uh, Dr. Zayas is a bit of an odd character because he's actually <coughs> kind of a goody because he's trying to protect the culture of, you know, the planet and kind of keep it all... He's doing something, like, it's kind of a greater good, isn't it, argument. Like, mm. should everyone know about all this and make their own decision? Or is it better to protect them from these, re- these truths? I don't know. It's kind of a bigger, kind of bigger mo- moral point, isn't it, really?
1: Yeah. I mean, I can't hear the word without thinking of The Simpsons... Um. <laughs> <laughs> What is it? Stop the, stop the plant the Apes I want to get off? Yeah. The it musical they're Dr. doing. Zayas, Dr. Seuss, Dr. Zeus. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that is pretty good. Um, Every time we hear him, the name. Dr. Zeus, Dr. Zeus Dr. Zeus, Dr. Zeus Dr. Seuss,
2: Dr. Zeus. Oh, Dr. Zayus. Dr. Seuss, Dr. Zayas. Dr.
0: Zayas. So Heston gets thrown back into his uh, little jail, but uh, another new character turns up. Uh, to take him to a there's a big thing about oh he, should, he shouldn't go to a circus where we have to pay to see him he should go to a zoo where it'd be free to see him but actually this is all just a ruse and this is Zira's cousin um, yeah, he's annoying wasn't he yeah he's very annoying there's it, it, some really terrible lines later on when Charlton Heston's like never trust an old person <laughs> and yeah. like oh you know you people where I come from we all have we did beards with the young guys and there's all this kind of weird like 70s like I, yeah it doesn't work does it? well
1: knowing that like he was an NRA nut wasn't he yeah and you can see, like he he's saying like oh he hates hippies with the beard isn't he basically yeah because he would have been like very right wing yeah. wouldn't he and yeah stick up the
0: arse so they yeah they escape and basically so we've got uh, Zira Cornelius uh, Nova because uh, Charn Heston won't leave his uh, lady behind uh, and yeah the cousin who is creep who's who, oh Lucius that's it uh, interesting fact the guy that played Lucius, Lou uh, Wagner, he's played two characters in Star Trek. He was Krax in Deep Space Nine, the Nagus, and he was Daimon Solok in Chain of Command
2: Part 1.
1: TNG. Is Krax the tall Nagus' his assistant
2: guy? Is that who Crax is? Is this he guy must really cool? playing Ferengi then? Both, yeah. Both, both sense in both times. But you know, the Nagus had that
1: guy with him. who was like very tall. who wasn't the Ferengi. He was like his sister. Didn't talk. Don't know. Oh I don't yeah.
2: Know that's who this guy like, was? Yeah. You could look him up. He's not like, what his name yeah. was. Lou.
1: This guy's
0: Lou Wagner. W A G N E R.
2: Oh mm. yeah. I think he plays. um Yeah, I know him. Yeah, I know the episode of TNG is he plays a he plays like a pedantic guy who he does that game with data, you know, and data wins. It's like a strategy game. Um,
0: yes. So yeah. So then we're basically they're on the run now. They they're heading towards the forbidden zone to uh, to see if. Uh, well, I think I mean ultimately I think John Heston's just wants to get out of there, but yeah. he kind of is playing along to go to, to this dig, this archaeological dig. And uh,
1: he's gone back to his mission of thinking I'm going to go and repopulate the world. (laughs) Yeah, that's all all he's trying to do. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much.
0: But he's being nice to Zira and uh, Cornelius to try and help them uh, prove they're not. uh, Well, he needs some pets. Treasonous. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Um, So yeah, so so basically they head out to this dig, and then Doctor Zayas and his gorillas turn up. Uh, But but Doctor Zayas says, "Oh, if you prove to me that." your theory, then you're let off from all of this. Uh, So they go into the dig and, uh, yeah, it's just a really weird convoluted thing, isn't it? He's like, oh, at this level, we found, like, this stuff and then at this level, we found that, oh, and then at this level, we found a human, but the human was more advanced than the people at the other levels, but it's older, so, and then he's like... And then Charlton Heston's like, well, I've found some false teeth and some glasses. <laughs> um, and, a, and a pacemaker or something. And then Dr. says, is like, well, I could just explain all of those, you know, if, if I wanted oh, yeah. to. Um, and then they find a doll that says, Mama. Um, and Charlton Heston's like, still well... Battery work. Yes, yep. somehow. And he's like, well, would an ape make a, a human talking doll? Like, and it, that's kind of supposed to be like the whole, like, proof...
2: Or some, I mean, also, batteries that old, kind of would be a breakthrough in technology for them, just the yeah, battery. Yeah, yeah. but that ba- that battery survived nuclear apocalypse. Yeah. Mm. Like, Except there hasn't, like, the, an airliner hasn't been left. And like, it's not
0: that, dip, yeah. like, they go in a hole in a cave and it's just, like, in a little shallow dip, isn't it? It hasn't dug mm. very far.
1: Well, also, if you think that the Statue Liberty is underneath the... Bi- Beach line, and this stuff is probably what a good 50 100 foot above that. Yeah, what the hell's going on? Where's what's when is this?
0: Yeah, like, <laughs> like Chris said, he's not a very good archaeologist. This guy, um, he's digging up, yeah, <laughs> <it doesn't, laughs> it doesn't, doesn't he's uh, yeah. So, yeah, we're kind of bowling to the end here, and um, I do have to say, I did quite like the end because they come out of the cave. And Doctor Zayas is like, okay, yeah, you know, Zira Cornelius, that's fine. I'll let you off. You've proved your point. Um, and uh, Chant He's like, right, I'm gonna go off. And they're like, yeah, sure, you can go off. And they do this big thing. And he's like, oh, I'm just gonna, you know, I'm do what I like, and I'll go off. And and as you say, uh, Doctor Zayas is like, oh, you know, be careful. You won't might not what you won't like what you found. Yeah. He says the forbidden zone was once a paradise. Your breed made a desert of it ages ago. Which is a pretty big clue to uh, the, uh, the 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 end, but I do quite like it because all the way through this scene, Chan Hessen's just like making cracking jokes and like, oh, <laughs> ah, yeah, you know, I've won, yeah, I've Fuck won. You. And it, I, I can I can imagine if you were watching that without knowing, you would yeah. just be like, yeah. okay, it's not the best ending, but Zera's fine, Cornelius is fine, mm. he's just gonna go off like you say and just have a nice time living in a hut. It's not a bad ending. It's not the best ending. It's not a bad ending at this point, is it? I think it's quite. No. F- I think it's quite funny that they fake you out and then, yeah. as we say, we get to possibly the most famous bit. He goes round the corner. It really isn't very far. He travels, is it? Um, no. and well, we I don't even mean, know. We don't know.
1: you might have been going all day. No, okay. We don't know. Do and we? then
0: you see these. It's some quite nice abstract shots of what you're about to see. So you see the spikes, and you see the crown, the, 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 the think it's the torch, and then the crown. Mm. Uh, and then basically, yes, again, the uh, famous lines. Yeah. He falls to his knees and shouts, oh my God, I'm back, I'm home. All the time, it was, we really fin- we finally really did it. You maniacs, you blew it up. I'll damn you, God damn you to hell. And then we see that it's the Statue of Liberty. Um, interestingly, that line was going to be censored out uh, for profanity, because he says, God damn you. Um, but Chant Heston argued that the character was actually asking God to damn those responsible for the destruction of the world... <laughs> to hell rather It'll than work. using the lord's name in vain <laughs> so he used some pretty clever semantics to get it's away with it's one of the
2: that. only times it could be used in yeah. that It'll sense
0: yeah and, and um, that's yeah and that's the end and it is it's a massive downer
2: isn't it it's why like, don't none of the apes in the ape town know about the Statue of Liberty Dr. Zayas does yeah, yeah Zayas does would that would the keep, word he, of this not get out like well no he's keeping a secret isn't he all this is like being kept
1: from the apes They yeah. don't know that there's humans in the background yeah. This ending, I love all the direction of the end. Yeah. Uh, the, the shots from going down the beach and the way it's all shot from above yeah. as he's going in. And I love the pan across at the back of the, the head. And you can see the spikes. Yeah. All really, really nice. The only thing I don't like, it, the, it's the very last shot of the film mm. when they show it from behind and they like they just do this really rubbish like static zoom out yeah, do you know what I mean. Yeah, right. There's yeah, a to, few like, dodgy
2: zooms, post zooms in the whole film. Like, yeah, yeah. That,
1: but but the rest of that is really well done. I thought the the, mm. the way it's like the angles and everything. It's really good. But it just saying, it just really ruins it. And then that's just the last shot, isn't it? Like just the. Yeah. <laughs> you almost hear the machine going zooming out on that last, last shot. Yeah, it's rubbish. I think it's still a good ending,
0: though. I do like. Oh, yeah, it's a good ending. What a downer it is, and I think I also like I like how the
1: the woman. He's like on the floor, like crying, and she's just looking like, "What, the, what are you doing?" Like, <laughs> like she just, just, she's got no idea what's going on. No, she's Brilliant. no, she has absolutely
0: no idea what's going on at all, does she? No, I mean, yeah. she's completely confounded by it. Yeah, um, yeah. So that is Planet of the Apes. Anyone, uh, what was your ultimate thoughts? Let's go to Chris first because he's never seen it before. What did you think?
2: Um, I enjoyed it. Uh, I found it quite fun. Obviously there's just been so much which is based on this mm. and uses this as inspiration uh that I it's one of them things where I kind of have seen it but have not seen yeah. it. Yeah. So, but you, yeah. but you
0: weren't convinced by the special effects. You didn't think they held no,
2: up. No, no. I mean, I didn't think I was actually watching apes. No. At any point. No. No, fair enough.
0: <laughs> no, you do just and if kind that of have to that, get that was
2: kind of the goal I'd imagine. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, I think you have to
0: just <laughs> You just have to kind of get on with it, don't you? You can't really uh, question it yeah. too much. Yeah. Sam, what was your thoughts to Planet of the
1: Apes? Um, I'm kind of disappointed to be honest, because like it's, I liked it a lot as a kid. I remember it being less boring, but I also think that like my my kid brain has got all five of them mixed up and jumbled yeah. up and all the. Uh... Because I remember the, you know, the, the stuff with the nuclear weapon. In, yeah, I remember. No well. more
2: spoilers for me because I haven't seen any of no. them. So
1: right, okay. Well, anyway, there's that business, and also the time travel stuff that happened. What? I remember what? that as well, what? which is another one. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. It goes a lot of places. They blow up the planet. Yeah, it's at the end of the We could do some it. more of yeah. them, maybe. Um, yeah. yeah. But anyway, yeah, So, so I, I still enjoyed it, but I just thought it was a bit slow and a bit dull in the middle. Mm, bit but um, it was all right. Yeah. It felt like a TV program. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. There's been many Star Trek
2: mean. episodes which have taken bits out of this as well. Yeah,
1: it, it felt like it felt like a double feature st- Star Trek episode, didn't it? Like a two part. Mm. Yeah, Star Trek episode. Yeah, Alex, what's your? Uh... No,
0: I mean I enjoyed it. I don't think. I mean, if you directly compare it to Soylent Green, it's is another very famous mm. twist film. I think Soylent Green had more to say and was a bit more interesting. Yeah, um, mm. I think it's it's one point, but I think it's because it does try to intellectualise, you can then kind of analyse it back and then you start analysing and it kind of falls apart. Like you say, their society doesn't really make sense. Their technology doesn't really make sense. Their rules don't really make sense. Charlton Heston's character is really crazy. Like he's a really odd character and it is, like I say, I can't really let it off that first half an hour where I was just like, but even watching this on the first day of release, you know, in 1968 in the cinema, you're going to be going... But where are the apes? He's called Planet of the Apes. He's obviously on a planet with apes on
1: it. And I know... Yeah, but I suppose... Yeah, but back then, though, like, that ape reveal is a big... You want to keep that back yeah, then, because I that's guess. a big deal. Yeah, you, No-one's seen apes in a film before that, have they? Oh, yes,
2: yeah. A whole and day. they got their apes in the end. Everyone got, got their, their apes. apes. There's plenty of apes it's in got, it. I think yeah. it's
0: got some nice moments in it, but overall, yeah. maybe it doesn't. I think,
1: I think Heston's character being weird as well is good, because that's the kind of thing that a blockbuster nowadays just wouldn't no. do they wouldn't go near a character that weird no. because there's no like rules and stuff set up at this point you can have some very odd chauvinistic mm. loner awful front man and it, yeah. it's not a trope you know it's not a weird thing to not have that you know what no,
0: I mean? that's so, true. yeah
1: that's true um, yeah imagine if like you know the Transformers Mark Wahlberg and Transformers was like <laughs> was like John Heston <laughs> in this That'd be great. A better film, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would be a much better film. Yeah. So. Uh, the question
0: is, where's is it going to go? So, Rise of the Planet of the Apes, the 2011 remake, is sitting oh. at number 75 on our list. And, is it uh, a better film? Soylent Green, as I mentioned, is at 63. Is it a better film than Rise of the Planet of the Apes? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I probably think it is. What do you think, Chris?
2: It's difficult because. and. Uh... Most ways of measuring a movie, it's not, but you know, it was quite groundbreaking. This in its yeah. when it was right, and it is, it has inspired so much. Yeah,
1: I agree. I think rise. Yeah, it's just about the modernity of it, isn't it? Really, like, yeah. like the action in Rise is obviously a lot better, and they, they and and the script is paced out a lot better because it's yeah. been. You know, it has to be nowadays. They, but also, it's got the downside of it: of the characters aren't as interesting. No, there's all that subplot with the, the old dad and things like yeah. that, which is a bit like and stuff.
0: I think they're too busy trying to make it make sense as a story. And I they think actually... they,
2: I think that's one of the masterful things of the new ones is that they actually make the science yeah. make sense. Because I think it, yeah. I used to think it was garbage before. That's mm. why I never
0: watched them. No, no, no. They do make it work, but maybe at the sacrifice of some kind of fun.
1: Um, it's just rise. is just like a modern blockbuster, isn't it? Yeah. Like version of this, basically. Whereas this, what like we just said, it's not that because it that didn't exist. Do you yeah. think it's better? Yeah, I um, think this is. I think this is a better film than rise. Is it yeah, better than
0: District Nine, which is sitting at number seventy? Or um, I don't think it's better than Silent Green, to be honest, which is at sixty three. So it's got to be. No, I don't think it's better than Silent Green. Solaris. No. We really like Solaris. Batteries, Bat- 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 no, batteries, no, Bat- not, not not included. You guys love that film. Spielberg's War of the Worlds. Is it better than Spielberg's War of the Worlds? Yeah, I
1: think so. Don't you?
0: Yeah. Yeah. How about one above that then? So number 66. Okay. Okay. Well, that was a... Respectable show. Yeah, that was pretty painless. Uh, So there you go. Planet of the Apes, the 1968 original, sitting at number 68 on our list. The whole list is available on the... uh, on the website if you want to check it out and hey enter that Gattaca competition leave us a review uh, that's been the Planet of the Apes next week is one of Sam's choices what have we got next week Sam
1: next week we are watching uh, Jean-Luc Goddard's Alphaville
2: mm.
0: that'll be exciting
1: black and white it, it's, a, it's a, a second part to what we watched last year what did we watch last year The Tenth Victim Oh, it's, oh, Which was okay. released in the same year, oh. and is also a foreign Ding ding! Culture, also, yeah. alert.
2: <laughs> culture alert! Culture <laughs> alert! It
1: is, it's going to be it's going to be a culture week. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, yeah. we will Sorry. see
0: you for that. Uh, in the meantime, yeah, enter the Gattaca competition. Uh, you know, reviewers send us send us your thoughts, send us your film uh, recommendations, uh, and yeah, that's goodbye Goodbye, Sam. Bye bye. Bye, Chris.
2: Bye-bye. Bye bye.